0: Hello. Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Um, yeah, I apologize for not having an episode last week, but um, I really didn't have anything to talk about, so it was kind of like, what's the point? Um, this week is almost kind of in a similar vein, but I do I kind of want to go into the Wayback Machine here a little bit. We're getting close to the seven year anniversary, I think it is, of my first 20 um, miler. And for those of you that you know, uh, you know, do running and you know have trained for stuff and whatnot, um, it's important, you know, especially if you're going to do something, you know, leading up to you know an, an ultra or at least a marathon. Um, the twenty miler, you know, you've just got to get yourself to that point. Now, obviously, you just can't go out and just you know be sitting on the couch and then all of a sudden one day go, hey, I'm gonna. You know, go do this. Um, that's not going to work, but, um, you know, you have to lead up to it and follow a training plan and all that. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to do that again. (laughs) I think the last time I did over 20 miles was probably over New Year's when I was tapping out at Snowdrop. Um, and then a couple of weeks before that, I think I quit at mile 33, was it? something like that, yeah, at Brazos Bend last uh, December. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, i have definitely, between injury and just sort of the mental game being off and whatnot, I've, uh, you know, kind of fallen off the wagon, you know, with my running, but I hope to get it back. I mean, we're, (laughs) we finally are not in the hundreds uh, this week. Um, Yeah, Uh, although I think right now, as I look at my weather app. It looks like it's in the, you know, the feel, the feels like it's like in the upper nineties. So it's like, what's the point? You know, it's September 17th and, you know, we're a few days away from fall and yet it's still hot as hell, but that's kind of Texas. <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah. So I started thinking about, uh, that first 20 miler and I did that with my friend Orly, otherwise known as Hundo. Um, <laughs> And it's also where I, I coined my phrase, uh, the mental Sherpa, which is a, uh, a, a when you have somebody who's I don't want to say pacing you, but well, yeah, I guess he was sort of pacing me. Um, you know, you, you have a buddy, you have somebody that's going to help you get through that mileage, and you know, hell or high water, you're going to do it. And, um, and so. And I can tell you that I did not really want to do this. Uh, you know, it was early in the morning. It was, you know, it was still hot. And this was down when I lived in McAllen, um, or, you know, the Valley. And, um, so yeah, it's, (laughs) he, uh, I guess it was like the Friday before he decided that, well, you can't go do your 20 miler alone on Saturday. I'll, I'll join you. And I'm just like, okay, that's really nice. Um, so I think we met up like around, oh God, I think it was probably like four forty-five AM or something. Where did we meet? We had this place. It doesn't really matter, but there was this place. I mean, you know, again, there's so few places to run in the Valley, at least back then, um, that, um, I think we met up in a Starbucks parking lot. That seemed to be where all the runners would meet and they, then they'd either run the bicentennial, uh, straightaway or second street and uh yeah so we plotted it out and uh you know ran our ran walked and you know along second street and bicentennial so we did a little bit um and again these are just very <laughs> you gotta remember the valley is incredibly flat like at sea level so um yeah it's not anything like it is here in uh san antonio um we don't really have flat here. And it has taken me a long, long time to get adjusted to that. Um, but I do find that when I run at sea level, I actually feel a lot better. So I'm a flatlander at heart. Let me just tell you, I really am. Um, but anyway, uh so I get there and I you don't know, I just wasn't feeling great, but I was just like, all right, all right, all right. And uh so anyway, we, uh, we started out and, you know, I had on a, a little, you know, my, my running vest with a couple of bottles in it. And, uh, the plan was that we would stop at convenience stores along the way, you know, for bathroom, ble- bleh, bathroom breaks or to buy snacks, um, which are all very important. And, uh, and then there's also a really lovely, uh, park, um, on second street called fireman's park that, uh had the best restrooms and the best cold water. However, let me caution you about drinking too much cold water uh, when it's hot. And I think I've talked about this before, but do not drink too much cold water all at once because you will throw up. And I've learned that a few times. I did not learn it that day. I don't know why. It took me a long time to finally discover that little obstacle. I was like, oh, geez, now I got to learn about something else. I guess, you know, room temperature is fine um anyway nonetheless it yeah so the humidity was like about 91% um and you know it took me probably close to 4 miles before i became a soaking wet mess and my stomach wasn't feeling great and um you know i just you know needed to keep using the restroom cuz my stomach was sort of going you know um but then I kept wanting to, you know, then I kept thinking, God, how am I going to get through this? You know, and anyway, long story short, we kept stopping at all these little <laughs> uh, convenience stores. And I'm sure we were really amusing the hell out of uh, all of the people who um, worked there. Because, you know, who were these two? You know, because Orly and I are two of the sweatiest people you will ever meet. Okay. It got to the point, you know, like probably about 12 miles into this run that we were both wringing out our socks. Oh God, it was so gross. And I've since learned that you take extra socks with you, you know, and I just, you know, again, these are things you learn because that's how it goes. Um, it's not like you're, you know, born knowing this sort of thing, you know, and then, especially the Valley the Valley is incredibly humid, although so is San Antonio. So who am I kidding? Um, But yeah, I mean, I can look like a sodden mess after about two miles. I mean, it's just embarrassing. It's like my friend Norma used to laugh at me because we'd go running and it'd be like two miles in. And I was just, I look like I've been thrown in a river or something (laughs) and she would just start laughing at me. And I'm like, all right, give me a break. I can't help it. I sweat a lot. All right. Hey. Um, But anyway, we, uh, yeah, we, (laughs) we got ourselves, uh, you know, Back up, and then he's like, uh, After uh, Fireman's Park, my stomach was starting to feel better, and I was better equipped to handle the remaining nine miles. I guess it was more than I guess we we're at 11 at that point, anyway. Um, but you know, Orly, God love him, he was very gung ho about finishing his plan. 26 miler, and he began goading me well, come on, if you can do 20, what's another 6.3? He said with this characteristic maniacal laugh, you can skip the race and just call yourself an ultra runner today. And I'm just sort of like, absolutely not. I'm going to die. We've got to get through this. And um yeah, so anyway, uh, and then he was just sort of like, you need to start eating. You know, you're not eating anything. And I'm just like, I don't feel like it. You know, I was like this little toddler at this point, you know, I don't want to eat. I'm tired. I don't feel good. (laughs) And, uh, so yeah, we stopped at yet another convenience store and I got some peanut M&Ms. And, um, you know, when I tried eating a few of them, but it was just sort of lackluster. I just really wasn't feeling it. And, uh, the thing I did discover though, also about running in humidity and trying to eat M&Ms is a really bad idea because, yeah, they say they melt in your mouth and not in your hands well if you're in humidity they're gonna melt all over you and so i was just a freaking mess but anyway um <laughs> yeah and so i you know i had a couple and he's like he's like did you eat all of your m ms and i'm like no well you need to eat them i'm like i can't run and eat <laughs> he's like okay we can stop and walk while you finish okay so it's beginning to feel like I became one of Orly's kids, <laughs> except that I'm nine years older than him. And he was being downright parental with me. Uh, and then he started goading me again when he talked about the route and how we were going to get in 22 or 24 miles. And I'm like, no, I'm only doing 20. And then a short while later, he's like, how are you feeling? Eh, I'm all you right. right. Um, so <laughs> you're starting to get that look in your eyes. What? What? Look, the one where you think about quitting early. Oh no! Oh hell no! No no nope! Not going to quit today. And um, so yeah, we we managed to get through, and uh, it was <laughs> it was really funny. We got to this what was it like a Walgreens? I think on Tenth Street in McAllen, and uh, stopped in there you know for our final you know push you know to get that last mile in, and uh, the clerks were like wow, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, we're we're running 20 miles or we're doing 20 miles. And they're like on bike. And I'm like, no running. And they're like, oh my God, I can't even run a mile. (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, and it, it helped to have somebody there to kind of push me through because obviously, you know, for anybody who's listened to this podcast for any length of time knows that Last year or so has been tough on me. I've been very, very, you know, I let the DNF fairy, as we call it, the you know, the do not fin- or did not finish fairy, you know, the one that it's like the little devil that whispers in your ear, like it's okay, you can quit, you're not feeling it today, just you can you can do it next time, all right, next week or the next race, you know. Yeah, and before you know it, you're DNFing everything, and and. So, That's not good. Um, So I was very happy that I managed to get through that. And I did manage, you know, a couple of months later to finish my first 50K. um, A very epic, rain-filled, storm-filled, muddy, sliding-on-your-ass, in-the-mud, downhills kind of race. Um, And it was fun. Um, I do kind of miss that. And, uh, you know, I I think I want to get back to it. Um, I'm almost done with my physical therapy. And so I feel like that's going to be a good um harbinger, if you will, of me, you know, trying to um get back at it. I mean, I'm still really enjoying going to these classes at my my um gym. And I I, you know, really liking the cross training. It's kind of nice. It's you get it all knocked out in about 45 minutes and, you know, you feel great and um, you know, whatever but i don't know i still there's still something like a sirens call i guess that's uh, pulling me back into the running scene and uh and i don't know i like like i've said before i still think i've got another 50k in me um and it's not going to be this year obviously but maybe next year um still kind of weighing my options uh and you know, right now I'm going to be thrilled to finish a 10 K. And I think that's kind of what I'm shooting for at this point with my goal race at uh wild Hares, just to do the 10 K. I've got to do that race. That is my favorite race. I, as you heard a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and that reminds me, I know it's like 13 minutes into this podcast and I'm remembering something that I said wrong. Um, yeah, I called Bluff Creek Ranch, I called it Bluff Creek Crossing. And I, I think there's a place called Flat Creek Ranch. And oh, God, yeah, there's all these nutty names for you know, ranches and whatnot that we have races at. Um, but Bluff Creek Ranch in Warda, Texas, just north of LaGrange, um, <clears throat> is my favorite place to run and my favorite race of the year. And again, the feature of being able to run through a horse barn as you finish your loop it's really flippin' cool. We used to start inside the horse barn and then uh, they've since moved it outside, I think probably because of the COVID situation or whatever. Maybe they'll move it back this year. Hint, hint, PJ and Chris. And, but anyway, yeah, so there's, there's that. Um, but I do, I, I guess getting back to my point is that uh, it, it does help to have somebody with you sometimes, uh, who can kind of mentally push you. Now, you know, I've had my share of races where I hang with somebody and we, you know, become, you know, summer camp friends, as I call it, um, you know, where we're, you know, running together and, you know, just, you know, I'm not going to abandon this person. And then there's other times where you just have to decide, okay, I'm going to run my own race. And and it's not like i did you know i don't care about this other person but i'm also sort of like look i know i need to finish and i need to get it done um, sooner okay and and again that's no knock on people it's you know but it's just like this is a thing okay you can't always be the good samaritan slash mental sherpa you know to get people through things so i think it's just really important for us to uh, you know recognize that and acknowledge it and and not feel like you're a bad person if you don't stay with somebody because I've had a few people say things to me like oh well so and so stayed with me the whole time and they were great you know <laughs> kind of making me feel like I was the jerk you know or there's a <laughs> I love Reddit um, there's a, a a thread that I'm part of or a subreddit I guess it's called <laughs> am I the asshole, or <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I feel like sometimes? Um, but anyway, whoo, where am I going with this whole thing? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it really depends on you know where your mind is, where your heart is, and you know, just sometimes you just got to run your own race, but anyway, for what it's worth, um, whew, yeah, and then of course my favorite one of my favorite things to do is to help pace people through their hundred milers generally through the middle of the night because i talk (laughs) although that doesn't always play well and i've talked about that before you know where sometimes you know your runner is a little bit surly and crabby and tired and you know not really feeling it and so it's sort of like okay shut up don't don't say anything okay just you know leave it be and uh you know and so you have to know when the (laughs) <laughs> not open your mouth. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so I, this is so embarrassing because it's like, yeah, on my horizon, you know, I think wild hair, which is in November, uh, is, is my next race and, uh, really haven't had that many this year. Actually I've only had one other one, I think. And that was, um, the flying pig 10 K and, uh, which actually went pretty well. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I think this injury thing is, you know, kind of humbled me quite a bit and I'm just like, okay, you know, and I don't really want to, I really don't want to have to go through hip replacement surgery or something like that. So, um, I, I guess I'm babying myself a little bit, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I really, I think there's a part of me that, that is eyeing the Badger, uh, 50K up in Wisconsin next summer, um, as my maybe ultimate 50k or my final 50k, you know, as soon as you say, Oh, I'm never going to do another one of these. And then you're just sort of like, I didn't die. I think I can do another one, you know, cause it's like the competitive part of you or whatever. But, uh, anyway, so, but we'll, we'll see, as my mom would say, we'll see. Um, this weekend, uh, I will be up at Hill Country State Natural Area in Bandera, Texas. I'm going to get up there on Friday afternoon and stay through Saturday evening. I'm camping and I might need somebody to help me pitch my tent because I'm pretty bad. Because um, I don't camp that often. I usually camp in the back of my car. and um, But it looks like we're all going to be tent camping. So... yeah. So anybody listening and wants to help me with my tent, I would happily, you know, buy you a beer or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So what we're going to do this weekend, uh, this is part of Tejas Trails. Um, we are going to, um, be building a new trail, uh, out in the, um, at the state natural area because, um, this is the scene of, um, or the site for Bandera, the, you know, the big race in, um, January. And then also in October, end of October, Cactus Rose, the self-supported hundred miler, 50 miler, et cetera. Um, and so they're, they're trying, cause we, I mean the, the year I did my, I attempted my first 50 K as many of you remember. Um, yeah, I, um, slipped in the dark down some scrabble rock and busted open my knee and had to go get stitches and couldn't, you know, they made me quit the race, which really sucked. But um that said, it was just like a tropical storm had just parked itself over the area and it was just awful and kind of messed up the trails. And so we're trying to create some different trails so that we aren't, you know, impacting I guess the more vulnerable parts. Um, (laughs) I'm not really sure. I guess I'll probably report on this next week because I'm not really sure what we're doing. I just know that I need, I need to get a new pair of, um, work gloves and I've got my, um, shears. What do you call them? The, the like tree shears or whatever. They're, they're pretty good too. They're Fiskars. In fact, I just, (laughs) this is funny. I just went out about an hour or so ago and looked in this my side yard and I saw this like enormous and I'm not lying it was enormous tree part of a tree lying on the side of my house and I'm like what the world is this you know so I dragged it out and and <laughs> and I knew I couldn't just like we have brush pickup a couple times a year and it's not that time yet. And uh, so I got out my Fiskers uh, shears if you will and man those suckers are good. was able to take apart most of that tree and, you know, just kind of break it up into smaller places or pieces, sorry. And, um, I'm going to maybe throw some of it in my compost bin and then save some of it for (laughs) the brush pickup whenever that happens, probably in, I don't know, February or March. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so I've got my shears, but outside of that, I mean, I've done some trail stuff before, like when I lived in the Valley and I'm not very good at this stuff, but it's fun. I mean, I love these people. This is my, you know, my tribe and, and I really, you know, and I, and I love doing anything I can to help Tejas trails cause they're my buddies. And, um, And 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 it's been kind of hard this past year because I just you know aside from not being able to run much, I uh, haven't been able to volunteer near as much as I wanted to. And so um, I'm excited about being able to give back Um, because again, I think that's something else. uh, Those of you who simply just trail run, I I would challenge you to sign up and volunteer uh, and give of yourself because I think there's something else that you gain from that experience in terms of, well, you, you learn stuff. Cause I mean, I've learned a lot of things from volunteering at aid stations, you know, just like what to do, what not to do. Um, or just hearing other people's stories and making friends and all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, and also, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be really honest. Okay. Another of the, um, benefits of doing this, uh, is like the first people who, first 50 people who sign up, um, because Hoka, uh, sponsors the Bandera race. Um, again, that's a Western States qualifier. It's a really big deal. People come from all over the world to run that race. Um, they are giving the first 50 people who signed up and do at least a day of trail work, which I will, um, a voucher for a free pair of Hoka shoes. <laughs> I was so excited about that. I was like, all right, I think I might be able to get down for that, you know. Um, but also, you know, and I, I kicked in, I think, like 25 bucks, you know, for, you know, supper, a couple of nights uh, that they're going to patronize local uh, establishments in Bandera. And again, Bandera is a very small place. I love it. Very beautiful, small town, you know, ranchy, you know, and all that sort of thing. And they've got some pretty good restaurants there. And uh, yeah, so. I don't know. Again, looking forward to seeing my buddies out there this weekend. And, um, so anyway, I think that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.